Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? I really don't know Paul Rudd. I didn't think we'd be here either. I'm Giovanni Collada, and the guys, well, most of them, and I are back for double digits with our 10th episode of the year. To reference a different Paul, friend of the show, Sean Martin, fills in for Paulie as we go over briefly the BC vs. BU hockey game, as well as the team's hope for a beanpot win on Monday against Harvard in TD Garden. For the more fun team of the week, we talk about how Earl Grant and the basketball team picked up their second-ranked win of the season over the 20th-ranked Clemson Tigers, and how the guys can look forward to hosting Syracuse in Conte on Saturday. And finally, we get back into football talk. The BC football schedule is out, and we give our predictions as well as our outlook for Halfley's guys in 2023 as the Eagles try to recover from a 3-9 and nine season last year. We laugh over troubles with former Eagle Brevin Galloway's ball handling and Timmy's special bond with a certain slide outside the TD Garden as it's go time for BC winter sports and the Beacon Street buzz. And now before we get into it today, I do want to preface by saying that Paul is the butt of a few jokes in this episode, none of which are true. Paul, we were just simply teasing him, and he is in no way, shape, or form accused of or did any of the things we claim to have said he did. We're just having a good time with him while he's not here. But he wasn't able to join us for this episode, but he should be back next week in the morning. All that and more on the Beacon Street Buzz. I'm not wasting any more time. Stay warm, Eves, and let's get buzzing. Episode 10, Peaky Street Buzz. Giovanni here with a full house, plus a new face. We'll get to that in a minute. But we not hit double. We hit. We hit not double digits. House. Not a full house. That's right. Jackson, you got some news to share with us. Yeah. Turns out double digits will go for all except for one. Paul Kultovich. Turns out the Williams allegations were true. So in reference to the the court date we referenced, we mentioned uh, two shows ago. Um, Paul, yeah, so Paul... So I, I ended up speaking to Paul's attorney, and uh, he said, you know, there's there's no nothing set in stone right now, but um, we're he's pursuing different angles is what basically what we got to. The next Paul Food Review is going to be coming live from Rutgers Island, so look, get looking forward to that. But with that being said, we do have a new face. Uh, I want to introduce everyone to Sean Martin, member of... Yeah, Sean... <laughs> Welcome. Hello, fans. Uh, I just wanted to... Say thank you for having me, Gio, and uh, I'm, I wish I was here under different circumstances with the Kultovich news. They're very tragic, but uh, hopefully he'll be back soon, and I, you guys won't have to see me again. Uh, cause, well, well, hopefully if you see me, it's under different circumstances, and Paul, is, uh, Paul beats the case. Sending, sending our thoughts and prayers to the victims of this terrible tragedy. Congratulations on the call. Sean being here is kind of like Josh Johnson. Uh, being quarterback in the Super Bowl. He didn't want to be there either. Well, we, we also have some congratulations in order uh, to Noah Ross and the Eagles. Uh, no, you're not allowed yes, to you're allowed. I've been keeping it in for 17 weeks of regular season and two weeks of postseason. <clears throat> Go Birds! Thank you. I'm going to have to cut that out, you know. My mic is, all of our mics are shaking. But let's get into talking some BC. We're going to talk some hockey, basketball, and... Boys, football, schedule release. We're back. Let's just, Let's say, just say the incoming freshmen are going to be really happy with the, you know, 
first game home, second game, game home, home, third game. Why are you home. saying it like that? I'm doing some. Yeah. So anyway, so I heard the hockey team played this week. Did the hockey team. Apparently they. No, no. Yeah, it's absolutely oh. wrong. Um, they aren't playing well. They're not doing what needs to be done in order to win, and that's an issue, <laughs> right? Well, let's let's be real. In that last game, Kamasa yes. was seven. Seven. We had seven yeah, posts, yeah, but that's at that's the same bad. time, we're still gonna win. Right, and they, they the night before they played like ass against BU in their barn. I mean, last night they played Northeastern, and defensively they played well. I mean, they were getting shots in the second period, which was the one period I watched, but it wasn't enough. Well, right? At, right? at like, the game at BU, they did have two breakaways in the first period that they didn't they didn't score on, yeah. and yeah, that, that those are their chances early. They didn't get them. Are we at the point where we're saying that like? We're playing badly, or the other teams are just playing better. Well, I feel like it's. I feel like it's the second one. That's a good point because BU is fourth ranked in the country. They've won nine of ten coming into that game, and including the night before where they beat us. So it's not like it's not a good team that they're playing. However, you can put up more than one goal, hopefully, on a team that doesn't really have defense that we've seen against the Eagles, at least in Connie. Uh, Jimmy and I were sitting front row, and Camaso was not but No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, right in front of him. Camaso was not budging, dude. That dude was unfazed. No, he, he Camaso played well. I mean, much to my chagrin, he played pretty No, but it was, it was cool. What, I mean, you got to respect him, at least, and he was, you know... I watched these two friends who had who were shirtless had BC painted on their chest. These two random guys flipping the bird at Camesso, and the kid just did not care. He listen. He loved it. He loved it, and he played a great game. He deserved to be cocky, you know. Exactly. So what are you gonna do? Who are those two fans, by the way, with their shirtless? I don't know. I saw him go up to the uh, BU section. Though. I did. I saw some video of these three idiots Wait, walking no, up gotta, to the BU round, section. We got a round of applause for three of our heroes. These three, these three went up to the BU section, started chirping, and those guys were not budging. I mean, BU, look, let's just say one thing. They may have beaten us twice, but we definitely out-chirped them and out-shit-talked them. All weekend long, no, we they were, were just, They were just losers. Like, they weren't, they weren't talking back to us. They, they might have won the battle. War still going on. You brought the energy, Eagles. Is it? All weekend. <laughs> I hope so. And, and to the point about 41 saves, he made four in the third period without his stick. Dude, when I saw his, his stick hit the ice, I got so excited. To watch this dude, like, freaking karate kid smack these away, I was like, dude, what is going on? Yeah, he's a good little player, I'll be honest. He's pretty good. I mean, drafted for a reason. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, drafted for a reason. You can't, but you can't hit seven posts and expect to score goals. I mean, yes, the goals do not count. You outshoot them 41 25. And, pretty and sure they do. I'm almost certain the goal, goals do count. I'm sure 100% count. on that. I'm not the hockey guy here, I'm more the basketball guy, but. Hey, he, said, he said when they hit the post. Come on. Right, let's, let's, gotta, well, sure, but then they're not goals, are they? Exactly. Let's move on. The power play goal by Gasso in the second made it 2 1. We're, we're breaking oh, down well, this game. It could have been 2 2 if we had the one from the register, Matt Argentina, in the first period. And now we look forward, right, to the final weeks of the season here. As Bucci said, it's go time, although he said that before BU. So Friend of the podcast, Bucci. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Bucci. We all got his hats. You'd likely have to win the Beanpot. That may be just a pride thing, but you still would definitely have to win it. And then you probably got to be in the final of the Hockey East tournament to even have a chance to crack the rankings again. So 
look, it's it's a pretty simple task they have ahead of them. Win or go, win or go no, home, basically. No, the, the the only way they make the NCAA playoffs here now is if they win the Hockey East tournament, which is a very hard task to accomplish. Um, One of the hardest conferences in the country. Looking at Beanpot, Harvard's tough to start out with. You'd much rather... Jackson, could you be less enthusiastic about hockey, please? No, no. We discussed last time. Is tanking an option? Yeah, tank for Bedard. Can we draft Bedard? Can get Connor Bedard? No. Just looking into it, I don't really think there's that much more to discuss. I mean, we're just, they're not playing well. I mean, and even when they are playing well, they're not doing enough to win. And that's, when it comes down to it, that's really all that matters. And at the end of the day, now their road is significantly harder in getting the, any form of playoff. So, yeah. All right, can we talk about happy news now? Because I, I am very excited to talk about a certain basketball game. A certain basketball game. Uh, well, the Clemson Tigers visited town. And let's just, let's just say those Tigers went down. Ooh. I mean, what a like transition from two games. You look at the Virginia game to the Clemson game. I mean, that's two different teams. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the basketball team. No, we weren't talking about that, Joe. We would never compliment you, Gio. But yeah, good try, Gio. <laughs> what a game from the boys! It was a, it was an exciting atmosphere at Conti. I mean, after that, I, I, I think everyone knew after the kid made the half court shot, we were, we were gonna win that game. That, that was electric. I that mean, Coach Grant sick. was in his defensive stance all night. Had the boys buzzing. Quinton Post is back. Prince, Prince, he's back. He's not, you know, I've been saying the last couple weeks that he, you could tell that he's still injured. He looked really good last night. And I tell you what, I don't know, maybe that Virginia loss kind of sparked them or just something about playing a ranked team in Conti. But this, I, I, they're, they're better. They're getting better, and I, it, it, what Coach Grant is doing for this program, or has been doing for this program for the, for the last two years now, is it, it's incredible. And this is a program. Is I would say, ha- having two ranked wins at home in one year for a team that just isn't great. And, and I mean, that's it, program it shaping. That's program shaping. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, I'll go into two. I didn't get to go to the game yesterday. I was watching it online. I mean, online. I was watching it on ESPN. Uh, uh, it looks like just. BC just, just played very well defensively. I mean, uh, there was a stat up on the board in this about the second half for Clemson's field goal percentage. They started out five for nine, and then they didn't hit another field goal all night. And that's 15 shots. It just goes to show the defense was playing pretty well. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to be the cynic here and um, say that it was less of our stellar performance and more of Clemson's horrible performance. I disagree entirely, actually. I would also disagree with it. Dude, it's pretty easy to win a game when they're they're shooting 30% from yeah, the floor. Yeah, because of the defense. Did you watch it? We forced them to do that. A little bit defense, but, like, we're talking about... This is a team that can play defense. Jaden Zachary looks like... Jaden Zachary is an all-ACC defender, and I'll stick by that. Jaden Zachary was kind of the best player on the court, I felt, yesterday, to be honest. Like, both sides of the ball. He's been the most consistent player all year. Here's another one. Oh, I agree. He was playing very well on offense. Well, here's another one I want to make about that. I was, you, you look at last night going into the game, and your star is Quinton Post. His last three games before Clemson, averaging 25 points, 8.6 rebounds, and 1.3 assists. Not to mention 100% from the three-throw line in all his last three games. Now he has, he has 10 last night, but spreading the ball. I, I mean, he's, he's I, think, I think what, what they did last night so much better than they do in games where they really played terribly is they stopped, they started the game by chucking up, I think, three or four threes to start the game off. They, 
they have to realize, and I think they did in that second half, they can get to the basket really well. They also have a guy who's seven foot. Most colleges don't have a guy who's seven foot. Post can dominate the game, and he doesn't need. Yes, he has that three point shot, and yes, that opens up the lane for the guards. But he can just. I mean, he was just bullying guys down I, there last I night. Just, there aren't that many seven footers who's like when he steps up at the three point line and does a pump fake. He has defenders coming up to just like. Like they're scared of him. Like he, he's a three-level player, and he's seven foot. Like, so I feel like that can make our offense very versatile. I mean, but at the same time, we're not a three-point shooting team, or one of the worst in the country. We have to, it. It's all defense. Like for, for a team that's not very, like strong offensively, we have to capitalize on defense. Sure. Like Jimmy, what did we shoot last night? Forty. Forty percent. That's that's not like great. It all depends on h- how poorly the other team shoots. We just have to like we don't have to play great. We just have to play better than the other team. And I feel like with our defense, we can do that. Yeah, yeah and that's exactly that's what the defense did yesterday. They shut them down on the other side of the ball again. As I said, Clemson went on an zero and fifteen field goal run. It just goes to show BC was forcing them to take the tough shots. And and actually. I think it was um, actually when they went on the run to come back in the game. It was ever eight, nine, ten. Points. I think it was a ten eight, run. Ten point. It was. They were all free throws. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they kept getting the ball into the post, which I liked a lot. They would have Zachary post up. They'd have Langford post up. Obviously, Quentin post, and they'd work it into the post, and then ba- yeah, Quentin, Quentin post posting. Classic. A post poster. But anyway, they would get the ball into the post, get a double team, swing it around. The ball movement was really, really impressive against a 20th ranked team. The biggest thing I think that I, w- I was proud of was they they got down early. A lot of times, especially when you play a ranked team like that, you're going to feel like, oh, shit. Well, it's intimidating. It's, it's over. Yeah. It's over. And they went on. BC responded with the 22. They, I mean, that's an incredible run in the half. And let's, and let's just say, like, Coach Grant has, you know, gotten some up and downs in terms of criticism this season. But last night, he had those guys ready, and he sh- they showed heart. They he showed ran a couple, of and I know we've criticized him a couple times about his uh, his play drawing and his and his play calling, but I tell you what, a couple of really nice plays out of timeouts last night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we'd see that uh, that locker post-game locker room video. Just goes to show that, like, did, we all saw that, right? Yeah, no, they got no, they they energy right now. They care about their coach. They care about the – uh, more probably, the coach cares more about them. It's, he seems like he's part of like the guys, I guess. I think that's. I mean, that's why even when things were going bad, it felt like the team still rallied around. They like. It's always good to have a guy you like playing for. He's a player's coach. He he, and that's what he's gonna do. I think he. I think that's gonna help bring more more princes to the program. I think you're gonna get more guys who see that they who see this coach and they're like, I like this guy. I think this is a guy I wanna go to battle for. And yeah, I think he should be more appreciated when it comes to all college coaches. Yeah, and again it goes to show um like maybe this team can make something. Maybe not this year, but next year. I don't know why you're making that face. So get right, that like smoke off your face, Jimmy, well. and get that hat and get that Red Sox hat off your head too. I will say that Virginia, that Virginia game is bad. On national TV in someone else's house and losing my. That's a, that's a good. That's bad. probably the best team in the conference. I mean, yeah, look, you want to put up more of a fight, but I mean, it's hard to go into their house. Sammy, do you not think that's the best team in the conference? You're saying Virginia's the best school in the conference? They're playing like it right now. I mean, I would say Duke or UNC, but I guess that's we just... almost we almost beat Duke. Yeah, I'm, I think UNC or Duke is going to go further than Virginia. In the, in the, Maybe uh, just going. Yeah, I mean. Might be my UNC bias, and we'll just because Duke is sick, but 
I just I think it's I think it's interesting how you you know how you lose a game so poorly to a really good Virginia team and then you just flat out outplay a Clemson team. We've really seen how hot and cold we can really be. Like we have losses to Tarleton State, then we'll have like a win against Virginia Tech when they were ranked. And was that on the that was, that was on, on the road? road. I'm gonna, yeah, I want to interrupt you there. The only thing I want to say is the Virginia Tech the, the Virginia Tech win was at home. They were saying it on ESPN yesterday that imagine what we would have had to start the year if we weren't injured. Like, right, we were missing posts. We were missing Prince for a while. Prince for a while. We were missing all the key players. It just to show that maybe this team's record isn't as good as they actually are. And they could turn something, you know? Uh, what I want to say is since Earl Campbell came in the last, you know, I think it was last year, right? Was the, Earl, Grant, Earl Grant. What I want to Earl say, Grant. Earl Grant. In his one year... Two of our best recruits, our top ten recruits ever, have been sent to the school since he came. That's all I gotta say. Two four stars you picked up last year. Yeah. I would just say going into Saturday against Syracuse at home, we should feel very, very comfortable. Um, we just beat the twentieth ranked team at home. We're eight and four at home. This team is very comfortable in Conti. I mean, yes, we're bad on the road, but I feel like if we beat Syracuse at home, that'll give us the confidence boost to beat Virginia Tech, who we already beat when they were ranked on the road. And then, and then maybe even beat an NC State team at home. I, I think, especially, you know, they played uh, they played Syracuse really well uh, uh, at Cameron Indoor. So, the fact that they played them so well on the road, but regardless, they played Syracuse really well at home, and I think it's obvious to me that they're going to play them even better coming off a front, a win against a really good Clemson team. Yeah, and one other thing, like. You look at the crowd that was there yesterday. It's, like I'm part of the subject. Like I didn't go yesterday, and I wish I did now, especially since they beat Clemson. But it wasn't full, which shows that like imagine if we got that place packed. Yeah, I mean, what yeah, if the, the, the student section was pretty good last night. I'm not gonna but lie. It, you know against Duke, but everybody was away on break. We like think would we have lost by one point if we had? Con- yeah, I will be honest though. When I walked into the Clemson game last night. Like, the student section was, like, good. If you looked up into, like, the top section of Conti, it was packed. Like Clemson, every... Clemson fans travel. No, it wasn't. They it wasn't no, they had, uh, they had all the little kids there last night for some, uh, oh. I don't know. But it was, they, the kids were, the kids were, honestly, the little kids, the little kids, the little kids, the little kids were really great last night. They were cheering That's a low blow. Chanting. That's a low blow. Uh, it was really, they, I mean, uh, I, that was really cool to see, I guess, these kids. You know what also crazy. was really cool to see, though? Yesterday, that man hitting that half court shot. Boom! They went up to see that. We just we talked about. Yo, did you say no to kids? About it. What? Did you say no to kids? No, I said oh, like it's cute. Does Gio hate kids? Is that? Did we just get that on live, Eric? Uh, I don't. I don't hate kids. The kids. I'm the kids community. I'm sorry. I'll issue an apology on Twitter. <laughs> to all the kids listening. To all the kids listening. Do your homework, guys. Do your homework. Don't be like me. Or Paul's gonna come. Never mind. Nick, you're really. You're really selling it. So, oh god, you're really you're really lighting the mood there. Good job, Nick. So looking ahead, as we said, Syracuse at Virginia Tech in the next two games. Come back for NC State. You got to be there. Atmosphere is going to be loud. This is an orange team that's always played a lot of zone while their hundred year old coach Jim Beheim has been around. And you get lanes inside. You take some shots that you know maybe you normally wouldn't take. You get Mikayo some good looks, and well, let's hey, see. Jim I mean, Beheim, notorious great driver. You know. Oh come on. Oh. That, yeah, yeah I well, you went off, I don't know you if it's a low blow if the guy should be going, in jail. I guess you know, maybe you should be. I don't in jail, feel right? really bad. Maybe for you him. should be in jail. I've never, I've never hit people with my car. That we that <laughs> that we know of. That I've we never, know. Of. No, 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 no. Not that you know of. I have never 
hit people with my car like he did. Yeah, me too. And should be in jail. But I won't go on that rant. Then let's not go on that rant. We got a fun topic tonight, guys. He kills people with his car and his 2-3 zone. That was not the fun topic I had in mind. But we're talking football again. Look at this. The schedule came out. And the Eagles... Let's just what, say. Oh, uh, I gotta say something. Wasn't the schedule already out? No. Well, no. Now we know. Well, just playing. With the order. The, now. the, the okay. teams you play was already out. That comes out like four years before, but the order doesn't come out till that year. Okay. I'll take us through it real quick here. As Jackson said in the open, three home games to start the season against three the winnable home games, no. other than the third one, which, by the way, no. Okay. Well, let's let's see what we got there. We got Northern Illinois. Holy Cross, which I think is going to be a really fun game, a little mass Holy, rivalry. Holy Cross is going to be a good game because Holy Cross had a really good year last they year. Did. They did. That would be a. Not it's also a short are, travel distance. Yeah, so I was about to say, yeah. fans are going to travel. Yeah, it's going to be a it's pretty packed, packed stadium. It's going to be packed. Maybe a night game. Florida, Florida State, State comes to town. Maybe that'll be the night game, week three. Then you go on a little road trip to Army and at Georgia Tech, which I think is a bit of a trap game after the Yellow Jackets had a pretty good year last year. You come home for a big stretch against UConn, which we know how that went last year. Although we also play Louisville and Virginia. Oh, that's that's right. Thank you, Timmy. I Now mind. Oh, that's right. Before we go to Army and Georgia Tech. I'm really selling tonight. Do your, do your I research. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe you should research. look at the, you know, the actual post and just read I mean, off I mean, of it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we wanted to talk to you about at yeah, the end of the podcast. Again, um, it's, it's, we're, cut it's, it's hard knocks cut We're sending you down me. to BC High, Buzz. Oh. Um, sorry. It never gets easier. It's no, just, it's just part of the business, Gio. Buzz. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. UConn, go to Syracuse and host Virginia Tech. And then you finish, which I think is the most fun game of the year, Phil's Revenge Game at Pitt. And then you host the U on th- Black, Black Friday. Friday. Which, which no one will be at, but... The last time we hosted Miami on Black Friday, that we know of, the Heisman Trophy winner. So, you remember that trivia question, Timmy? And what? I'm not gonna lie. I, rem- I remember that trivia question when you said Black Friday was a holiday. It is, but that's okay. I think no. we actually settled that it is a holiday. Hey, we we did settle it was a holiday. I remember that. Well, I I decided it's it not a holiday. We looked it up, and the Google says it's a holiday. But I mean, look, <laughs> early predictions of this schedule, and you got some teams that you know are definitely of lower quality than you played last season. Obviously, I think you play. What's the best team in the conference in Florida State? They have a chance to go very far. Jordan Travis is going to be back next year, playing very well. At Louisville, that's, again, I mean, they're losing a lot of guys. Virginia was not good last year. I think Georgia Tech is a trap game, Jackson. We can come back to this. The Yellow Jackets had a pretty decent year, and they played some very good games. They played some games that against tough teams, and they played them close. They were tied at halftime against Georgia. So, okay, we were almost tied at halftime against Clemson. Like, it's not really. Probably like, should have been tied at halftime against Clemson. But, I mean, you never know. You got to account for trap games when you look at college schedules because we had it last year in the first game of the season with Rutgers. And we all know how that turned out for the rest of the year. You, UConn, you're hosting them this time. Syracuse is, mm, we'll see. Yeah, you never know with Syracuse. You never it's know. They're always yeah. very, very good against us. They always play us very hard. And then, I mean, I think. I mean, we can hold it, guys. The Phil's revenge game against Pitt is going to be fun. I mean, we got to win that one. We really got to win. Phil's revenge. They got a pretty good running back, too, let me tell you. Who is he getting revenge against, bro? Like, let's be honest here. <laughs> He's <laughs> getting revenge against the other no, defense. I think, no, it's bro we're, we're, getting we're, we're getting revenge against He's Phil. He's winning for getting bro. another year of football. I don't know what why they gave the him The fact he's year. allowed to play another year of football is his revenge. He's getting revenge on the, uh, on the defense that probably had a lot of interceptions against him in uh, – in a training camp in, in last pra- in practice, maybe. Practice. Yeah. No, that running back, Israel. What, what do you What do you think about it? Are we talking about practice right now, Timmy? I mean, we're uh, sitting here. 
It's 9.58 on a Wednesday. But we're talking about practice. I'm the best player in the world. I'm just like you. I'm human. I'm just like you. I'm the best on the Beacon Street Buzz. Uh, but we're sitting here talking about practice. The Not the game. Not but the game. practice. Not practice. the game we go out there and die for. Practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about late night at the rat. Right, that was a bad joke. That was a bad joke. I What can I say? Me when the bit goes on too long. You're doing well. You're doing well. Nick, me when Nick, me when finals. No. Gio, when are you gonna do your stand-up comedy tour? Um, next week. Oh yeah. What's your what's your? At the walk-on football tryouts. Which me, we we should. They won't. They they're afraid to have me be the next great cornerback for Nick Petralia College. Or or he made some great. He Nick made some good plays in in the. Football game we played. I know Noah's Circle Seven isn't happening right now, but Boston College is plus one hundred thousand to win the nat- the Natty next year. Lock so it in. I'm just saying. Oh, in it. That's of, that's free money. Speaking of gambling. Speaking of gambling. No more fliff. Yes. Oh yeah! Congratulations to the state of Massachusetts. Even now, I mean, Sean, Sean Martin. What do you What do you think about this? Um. Personally, I just uh, would like to say I'm feeling hot on my bets right now after betting uh, BC Moneyline after that kid hit the half-court shot yesterday. So I'm going to be going straight to uh, what's that place that Paul loves? Uh, oh, yeah, the Encore. The, I'm going to be going straight to the, <laughs> the correctional facility. I'm going to be gambling a little bit, not doing what, what the other Playground. stuff that Paul does. That, that's, a little, that's a little bad, but I will be gambling. I will not be doing any other things that will make me indicted. But <laughs> wait, wait, speaking of playgrounds, uh, Timmy, could you talk about the slide you are so in love with? Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Tell, tell location. Talk so, about the slide. So last Thursday, it was a bad night. Celtics lost to the Knicks. I don't want to talk about it. Was it was a really good night. <laughs> it was a really fun hey, game to be at. Right now. Keep I'll your head up, Timmy. Right now. But anyways, I, mean, I, get, I get off the tee at Government Center. I'm going, going to meet my brother and my dad, get some dinner. And I see this playground with a slide. This is a three-story foot. This is a three-story slide. That's a big slide. I had a, no, 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 like three stories, thirty feet. I went, no, no, no. This, this is. I'm telling you, this. Paul, Paul could have gotten to that, you know. And I was so excited to show everyone. No, Paul's not allowed. After the Knicks game, after the Celtics game, and the police said we weren't allowed. We to We were on the escorted slide. off the property. They by knew the you uh, were. Right, we're running out of time, but I want to address one more thing. The basketball team, or sort, sort of related to the basketball the schedule. Okay. We're gonna talk about the schedule. Do you know what? Let's hey, just win some games. That's our that's our point about the schedule. Hey, what was the thing? What was the thing? Uh, Jimmy ball. used to say about uh, football uh, for his picks. What was it? Uh, I'm gonna keep, keep it short. Ball. Who do we give oh, ball yeah. to now? Uh, uh, give ball to Jay Z plus Quentin. Get out of way. Uh, that's that's what I got here. Okay, close. That didn't really come off game. Didn't really come off the tongue. Not as good as Zay, you know. You know Not as good as potential Zay. first rounder. Potential first rounder. Hopefully, the New York Giants. Future New York Giants. Zay, but I want to go back to basketball for a quick bit because there's someone on Clemson that really struggled with ball security issues this week. <laughs> We're talking about our good uh, friend, our friend, Mr. Galloway. Brevin Galloway. Uh, let me just set the scene for you if you don't know uh, this story. Brevin Galloway used to play for Boston College. He came from College of Charleston with Earl Grant when he was signed to be the coach here. And he transferred to Clemson this past year. Now, Brevin was excited for his return to BC. He's very maybe a bit too media. excited. Maybe a bit, maybe a bit oh, too excited. Joe, in case you didn't see the TikTok, he was quote-unquote depressed and sad at Boston College. So um, he decided to transfer. And, uh, Gio, you can explain how that went for him. Well, he's at Clemson, and I think he's, at, he's helping Clemson to a pretty solid season before last night. And then he's supposed to come back to make his return to Conti. 
when do we really have to say this out loud? It's pretty graphic. No, it's it's just let's just say they exploded. Pretty much, pretty much no, no, we'll get, no, they we'll exploded. Let's just say let's just say he's for a guard. He doesn't have great ball handling. He um, struggles to get the ball in the paint. No, his yeah. ball control is is terrible, and I think that's bad. It seems like God was punishing him for leaving a, a very very nice school. So God took his balls away. And Jesus, Jesus loves us, so he's always with Boston College. Like the Tigers. Yes. Um, yeah, go World Go Tigers. So anyway, on that note. <laughs> yeah, and on that note, we should probably end what's been a very fun episode. I do want to shout out Sean for joining us for his first episode. You're really a natural, Sean. Thank Gio, you, I just want to thank, thank you for you. having me. And uh, hopefully Paul will be back soon. Maybe we'll be back yeah. here together. But Well, I, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I don't not, not if he's that. guilty. If he's guilty, I, I don't know. Jimmy's going to do a good job trying to get him out of it. Zooming in for a while. That's you know, <laughs> Never We're, we're not really sure the, Paul, of Paul's outcome, but uh, we wish him somewhat of luck, but we also, you know. We hope that we hope the justice system is, yeah. is correct. That's our, that's our show for tonight. Yeah, Thank you for a, Double Digits, Episode bad. 10. Guys. 11 will be out next week. Let's win some games. And I forgot to say let's get buzzing, so I'll say let's get buzzing. Let's get buzzing.